presents Vampire the Masquerade Hellfire Nights As we return, Rosamond, at a little after 11, you and Sarah uh, make your way down into the outskirts of Whitechapel and you find purchase on the tallest building uh, that connects with Wall Street to Candace and Bennett. And take it onto that building. It's about five stories high. And there is, there's a way to get up there. You, you, you're able to make your climb. And sure enough, you yeah you get there just before eleven o'clock. You're able to set your circles. What do you do with the blood that you were given? You know that it requires a minimum of four points to start this ritual off properly. You also know that for the next two hours you're going to be pretty much stuck where you are. Describe to me how you're going to set this ritual up. What are you going to do? Um, there is no like cheat sheet like magic for dummies on like how to do a tracking ritual and this type of thing no this is all your imagination okay. what you're a writer give me what you see rosamond doing especially let's be honest you have an audience so there's gonna be a little flair for the dramatic probably before sarah who's like everyone else doesn't really like the tremere much so you you're gonna draw a circle you're gonna set that up and then you have the candles that you lay out and do all that but all what right, else um, what, what are you looking to channel she's gonna kind of talk with Sarah while she's drawing the circle and she's like, do you know why circles are the magical equivalent of like Nirvana or the ultimate form of power? No. Well, let me tell you, miss, it's because it is eternal. It is eternal in the fact that it is never ending. You can go round and round and round and never hit a corner. It's like us in that way. As long as we don't get staked in the heart, that is. And she gives a little, like, nod of, yeah, that would suck. Uh, Alright. Uh, <laughs> I know that a steel is pretty long-lived, too, and I don't need to... I mean, I can swing it in a circle. I can do that. It's a little cumbersome, but I can do it. I mean, it's a way of fighting. What, what are you doing with the candles? Oh, this will channel flame, life. I'm, I'm not entirely sure why. It's just I always, you always use candles in these sorts of situations. It shows that it's working when the flame starts to flicker like this, and she waves her hand in demonstration. You do know what you're doing, right? You're making me a little nervous by talking about fire, flame, and life. You, 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 this is something you've done before, right? Not technically, no. You see, I was only a novice until about a couple... We got Bartholomew down there. You don't know what you're doing? Are you sure? Can you pull this off? I mean, we're dragging... Uh, according to your own plan, we're bringing Mary Reed and Archon here. Here! 1am. If she sets off those alarms, it's gonna... The city's gonna be in trouble. I know, I know. Relax. It's just, I've read all about the rituals, I know how it's supposed to be done, but unfortunately I was not given permission to until recently. But I think what I need now 
is uh, she looks through her pockets, makes sure that she's got it, and lifts out the vial for, like, her and Sarah to see. All right. You need a vial of blood? That's good you have it. I mean, what do you do with it? Well, my good friend, this is a diluted form of Bartholomew's own vitae. Where did you come up with that? I borrowed it. You borrowed it? Yes, I borrowed it. It Don't worry, it's not from him. It's from one of his own people who donated it. What? A Nosferatu? Well, who? Where? When? At this point, she's kind of... Like, uh, uh, Rosamond is going to uncork it. The way that she's going to do this, she has brought out a bowl, like a little... What's the... Is it a mortar that the bowl is, or is that a pestle? I'm not entirely sure. I never get... I go those two mixed up all the time. Chalice. You would use a chalice at this point. Something smaller. Something, yeah. You don't have to grind... Unless... Are you grinding something up? Oh, then just a chalice. I would find, like, a... It's just a receptacle for it to go into... And then she would, she'd kneel into the center of the circle with all the sigils around, make sure that everything's all secure. And then she would, so that she doesn't get like anything on her hands, because she's a cleanly woman. She brings out a little like fountain pen, where fountain pen's a thing at this stage. Uh Uh-huh. She'd start pointing, like using a little bit of it to create marks in the cardinal directions. Okay, so a brush. Yeah. Yeah. A small brush. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's like, Sarah's not letting it go. She's She seems to be in a, you know, and you can handle this as you want, but she's like, no, no. Rosamond, wait a moment. You, you knew where Bartholomew was being held, and you now have some of Bartholomew's blood. What is going on? How is that possible? What do you mean they donated it from someone, another vampire? Why would they have Bartholomew's blood? Why would his people have it? Unless. You. Unless he was. Giving it to someone. Feeding them. Now who would Bartholomew feed his own blood to in his clan? We all carry the blood of our sires inside oh. of us. He's had many children. No, no, no. No, 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 no. You got that from somebody he's close to. You had to. It's the only thing that makes sense. That's why it's still diluted. It still straws his strength. Any of us that made by a sire, that goes away quick. We burn blood. We use blood every night for things, for healing. And you know the drill, Rosamond. Where'd that come from? You can ignore her. You can just go about the ritual. You can try to conf- you can try to confound her. You can make a roll. What to do is um I'm gonna talk this through in my head. She's not willing to tell her that it's from Rennie because she doesn't know where she is right now. But it's like she would look at her and say, "I told you, it was given to us. Wouldn't an Osferatu, who would be that close to Bartholomew, want their sire or?" The, per- the vampire that was feeding them blood found? That is the way, that is the truth of it. And she is not lying. <laughs> She's literally, look, it literally is like truth in the face. 
Kiernan has called for the Nosferatu to come out of hiding several times, including including the cabal that was gathered, uh, what, seven days ago. And they're not showing up in fear because their primogen's missing. I don't understand. You're sure that's Bartholomew's blood? And her face goes grave and she's like, most definitely. And she finishes the cardinal symbols of north, south, east, west. And she's like, I have, we only have a limited time to do this. And I, and she points, and very authoritative, instead of being the quirky girl that she is, if you're ready, I need you to be watchful, keep an eye out, and if anything goes wrong, if you smell the ammonia from any of our compatriots, try and wake me up as best as you can. Break the circle. I, I'm watching. Go ahead. Your skill is going to be based on occult and mm-hmm. manipulation. That you would are manipulating be... someone else's magic. Eight. Mm, nice. Okay, yep. because you're doing the longer ritual, you have a better chance of success. This was the better way to go. Although you may, you know, you you are somewhat incapacitated. But you, this is the safer bet. You only need fives, but you do need four of them. Okay. Whew. Uh, almost lost it. Um, I have only I have the minimum four successes <laughs> out of eight rolls. No critical fails. No crit. Uh, a two isn't a critical fail, is it? Nope. One. Yeah, that's what I thought. Then. Yeah, I have two twos, two fours, a six, a nine, an eight, and a seven. You made it. Okay. Yeah. Nice roll. Uh, the magic was tough to break, but you were able to in, within two hours. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are rolling right. porcelain ass. <laughs> All right. Rosamond, after two hours, just to, just before 1 a.m., you come out of this situation. You, you come out of this trance-like state. And you're standing there, and you're, you know, you're swooning, your head's tilting back, and you're very tired. You're exhausted. There's your, the sh- front of your shirt is actually soaked in blood where you were actually sweating it. Uh, you you had sweated blood through your pores on on your forehead, not like pouring out of you, but just trickles of blood ran down your face. You look almost like a like a Bloody Mary type you know picture as um, as the ritual took its toll on you. And uh, she helps you up to your feet. And wait, did I not show up during the ritual? Yeah, you showed up. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Everybody, you guys are on your way there. So. Who actually, Paul? You were going. Who else was trying to get there? Simona, right? Yes, I was going to head over there um, with Mary so that we were in place as soon as the sigils were down. And- okay, Evelyn was heading there as well. So everybody yeah. had sort of backed Rosman up, with the exception of Doctor Jackal. Correct? Yes, to my knowledge. Doctor, is that right? Yeah, Doctor Jackal is uh, knocking back his probably second or third pint at this point. Okay. All right, so the team makes its way up to the top. 
and yes, you see the ritual end. Rosamond gives you the all clear that she uh, she did it successfully, that she was, you know, that she was able to break the sigils down. And within a few minutes, about quarter after 1 a.m., you're you're in heightened senses. Doctor, you you know, you've seen the carriages of Maurice Balderstrad head down off of Wall Street down Candace Lane. He got there about a half hour ago. And, you know, other dock workers started to show from other districts and they came up Prescott in other ways. But by about 20 after one in the morning, the beautiful, the beautiful river ham is is echoing through the streets. And then not long after that, a lot of screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Whistles. And you're also hearing about a block and a half away. And the sound of a pot and and ladle cracking over and over again. <laughs> having, uh, having heard that, I am going to get off the stool and just slowly start sauntering my way down the street, hoping to catch an eyeful of um, Anthony doing his thing. Okay, so Anthony was was stationed was supposed to make a little bit of noise two blocks away from Candace Lane, where the where the fighting is about to is beginning to occur. Did you want to you wanted to watch Anthony, or were you looking to get closer to Vince's the brothel? I'm, I'm well. Anthony's parade, if you will, is going to lead him right past Vince's. So I want to be. No, that's not the way parade. Evelyn set it up. Evelyn set oh, it to be okay. around the area. She didn't want to put all her eggs in one basket, so she okay. was she sent him north a block or two away. I would like to start making my way towards Vince's then, um, okay. but not anywhere where I might be caught up in the hullabaloo so much as like maybe like a block, block and a half down the street from where the riot is happening. Okay. Kind of keep my eyes open on things. Maybe uh, obfuscate myself into a shadow and, and try and watch unobserved. All right, no problem. So go ahead and give me a stealth roll. It, it, believe me, you only need one success on this because no one is looking right now. <laughs> Everyone is starting to watch Maurice Balderstrad as he's caning a young woman who came running out of the brothel. He gave her a slap with a cane. He's here to save her, but the sight of her wanton, her heaving bosom and yelling and screaming, he gave her a cane shot, and which set the dock worker she was supposed to be sleeping with uh, or having uh, relations with out punching Maurice in the, in the mouth. So yeah, it's all starting to go real hither and thither right now. So one one success plus whatever I get from obfuscate. So your obfuscate gives you, yeah. So just give me a stealth roll. I mean, oh, I'm sorry, you have obfuscate one. So you already have a, a single level of success. You're fine. Yeah, okay. you're good. You sneak it. You you are able to shift your way into a shadow nearby and watch the fifty three combatants <laughs> plus locals, uh, plus Vince and his thugs, uh, plus the prostitutes now who are <laughs> and. Sure enough, Doctor, from your vantage point, there are people, including someone that you believe you recognize from the previous night when you visited this district uh, with Ashenbrenner, um, quickly making their way near, like at a run pace down the street, trying to, you know, calm the storm before things get completely out of hand. From the vantage point of the roof, uh, Kindred, what are you guys, what are all you doing up on the rooftop? Are you just waiting to see what happens or I'm laughing my ass off <laughs> watching my priest foaming at the mouth, caning a whore, probably yep. turgid, and then getting punched in the face. Yeah, he got he got hit pretty good. Oh, this is just a seven course meal for me. 
Yeah, and on on the back of the guy who hit him, two women of of fairly good standing are now piggyback riding him, <laughs> not <laughs> not with permission, as they're beating him with purses and screaming. Uh, yeah, it's it's complete nutter. It's it's a Donnybrook. It's a full blown oh. beat fest. <laughs> How many of my guys am I gonna have to bail out of prison? Well, do- the doctor did very well with ten with ten uh, policemen and more coming. Several that are in the district that weren't on the payroll have made their way out. Um, it's really going to depend on the final role I'm going to do right now okay. as to how violent the how far it escalates. But we'll we'll let me make that rule for you so I can tell you. Hold on. Okay. I'm prepared to to get them out. Jackal is going to keep uh, an eye on his uh, pocket watch as well. Okay. I'm still so in my carriage. Seems, it just seems like it's dying down too quickly, yeah. then he might need to do things. Yeah. If it's been invented yet, I'm eating popcorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of uh, a treat that <laughs> a, a jelly baby or something that you would have picked up a pocket of. Evelyn, high or low on the on the roll? Uh, low. Uh, low it is. Um no, it's not going to die down for quite some time. Uh, as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the police are getting real tired of the dock workers hitting them, and have now started arresting the women that Baldestrad brought with him because it's just a lot easier. Nice. <laughs> oh God! It looks yeah. like the suffragette movement uh, that's going to happen in about twenty years. Plus, you know. Plus screaming and yelling and and half naked women because the the half naked women are trying to fight the clothed women. The cops are arresting the clothed women, not the half naked women, and oh, the doctor no. punching anybody who gets in their way. So it's uh, <laughs> it's full out chaos. And um and how's the party bus? How's the money bus? <laughs> oh, you see it round like from your vantage point. You do. I mean, it's just people are 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 going crazy. You have put Anthony in a little bit of harm's way. Oh, no. But How is Anthony's dancing? Yes. Anthony did okay. Anthony did all right. He's still banging banging very hard on the pot, but the rhythm is starting to change at about 1.30. It's going from gung, gung, ding, 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 because <laughs> they're trying to take him off the carriage, uh, and, and they're screaming for more money. Um, he's already run over you know, two young waifs in the street as they were – you know, Excellent. It, it's, yeah, it's just been Anthony's like, bonus from somewhere off in the distance. You're mistress, please. Like um, he's out of change. <laughs> he doesn't have coin. Uh, the whole district is just under chaos. Oh, oh dear God, Anthony! So that gives Mary Reed more than enough chance to get in. You guys definitely broke the number we were looking for to create this kind of just hectic, um, terrible, uh, terrible situation. And she goes ahead and she gets him out. Bartholomew is out. And as far as you know, uh, the uh, a message is sent to, uh, you know, uh, one of the Ventru. It finally comes in, uh, up to the rooftop. Sarah had dispatched a message to Kiernan saying that they were going to try this, this whole situation going on. And Kiernan lets you know at about 2.30 a.m. that Bartholomew has been brought back to the Haven of the Prince and he's intact. He is alive. Amazing. So everybody, yeah, you guys pulled that part off. So you do have time to make your way to the Haven and you have been asked to attend. So um, if you go ahead and everybody gets in Evelyn's carriage, not the one that Anthony's on because that one's been basically ripped asunder. Oh my God, I lost the carriage. 
Oh, oh yeah, Anthony is fleeing half naked down the street. Anthony, uh, they grab his jacket, his shoes, his pocket watch, the pot. He has a one old woman accosted him inappropriately. If, oh no! If he runs by me, I will snatch him into the shadows and try to calm him down and ferry him back safely to Evelyn's house. Thank you. Actually. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, storyteller, during all this, I, I would like to keep an eye out for Tevi. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Crap. During all the chaos, like once, I don't know, like once I'd, I'd kind of like to, once all the um, sigils are down, um, after just taking several delicious eyefuls of this, this mm, just, just braised <laughs> chaos, this creme brulee, this chaos brulee. I'd like to uh, sort of make my way surreptitiously and stake out Tevi's uh, house. So Tevi, um, the actual residence, the girls, uh, the girls know where it is, and so does Doctor Jackal. He's so yeah. We'll say just before two a.m. You're you want to go to Tevi earlier than the venture, letting you know about the mission being a success, correct? Um, I would. Be, so I, I thought uh, that our plan was to like start the chaos and kind of go and hang out. To kind of stay in that area. But the fact that, like, if that didn't even... I, I'd just like to stay in the area, keep an eye on that, and keep an eye on if we see Tevi. Tevi doesn't surface. Not right... Not tonight. As a matter of fact, the minute that this thing started to go so far south, he sequestered himself and his family in a safety, a safe area. Tevi's not out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination. Now that Kiernan has his, what he needs, um, there will be repercussion, and there will be... There'll be a lot of violence. But right now, the goal is to secure Kiernan. You, you're all brought over. Uh, Anthony is is found by Doctor Jackal, um, and as he's walking down the street, uh, he's, you know, he's met. He sees the, you know, the people where they congregated with Rosamond's her ritual, which she did very well. Gathering in Wall Street, and they're starting to collect carriages. So, Doctor, you can bring yourself and Anthony right up to that situation if you prefer, or if you'd rather stay quiet and silent, you can hide him for a while. That's entirely up to you. Well, if there if there are carriages with the rest of the. Um group i will uh start making my way over there anthony uh, come come along the mis- your mistress is uh waiting for us she's going to be very mad with me sir i've seemed to have lost my jacket and oh, and one of, of your trousers. shoes oh, both of my shoes sir oh 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 we should take a look at that foot then that's not the right color at all uh but yes no it, you did quite admirably this evening and i think she'll be quite pleased and well clothing from what i'm starting to understand is entirely optional for you uh <laughs> but it is a, a quite admirable job you just keep holding that ladle where it is and uh we'll get you all squared away thank you sir Very most kind sir most kind so yeah you make him your way evelyn you see that anthony is is safe, but a little, you know, a little rough for the wear, but nothing that a an evening or two's repose and a good bath and clean up with some nice fresh clothes won't won't mend. Uh, everybody piles into the carriage, which will hold six, which is perfect with Anthony. And you make your way over to the residency of Kiernan Frazier. Uh, Sarah walks in in front of everybody, brings in, you know, brings you all in for attendance. And sitting in in the corner just kind of not not far from the fire in a dark corner you make out the shape of what you appear to you know you're fairly certain is bartholomew ugly son of a bitch so you're sure it's pretty much him mary reed is there talking with kiernan sarah walks in says my lord the uh are here the uh, 
your friends with uh, Miss Wolf. She introduces everybody and you walk in. Kiernan and Mary are standing there. Sarah walks up and whispers something to to Kiernan for a moment. And he's and he, his eyes go a little wide. And then he's, my friends, please come in. The office is a crude, very much similar sort of what it was at the original meeting seven or eight days ago at the cemetery. Very, very Ventruish. You know, business as usual, heavy woods, beautiful paneling, lots of books, gas lights that, you know, gas lit room. <clears throat> from the um, the gas pipes that have been put in in the last se- several years. It gives an eerie glow very high up into the ceiling because they're very they're very tall. They have a switch down below that, that adjusts them. Sort of like, uh, picture the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the conference room. <laughs> Only this is, you know, there's a lot of paintings and stuff, but this has actually a desk. And there's chairs, you know, here for sitting and everything. And he says, well, I, uh, I don't know what to say, except thank you to all of you. Um, you were able to create quite a commotion tonight and give Mary a chance to secure my good friend Bartholomew for me. And she's already listened to some of the things that he has to say about Elijah and his plot to form a coup here in London and unseat me from the base of power. There, uh, There's not enough words, but believe me, you have my gratitude and I will find a way to repay all of you. Uh, Horatio will give a, a deep bow uh, Your Highness, it was the least that we could do. It, this fair city of ours deserves better than skullduggery in the shadows. Well, skullduggery is where we live sometimes, Doctor, and from what I understand, and it's a place where you exist at times as well. Well, I assure you that has nothing political behind it, uh, Everybody needs to have a good time now and again. Everyone needs a break. Yes. Uh, He talks with Mary again for a moment and then excuses himself and he and Sarah have a conversation. Um, He walks up first to Ashenbrenner and he says, you've played an integral part in providing us an opportunity to secure Bartholomew and bring out of the shadows, this nefarious plot from your own primogen. I know that there was, you suffered some losses because of this. And I would like to offer you a residency somewhere in the city. Name the district, name the area. I will come up with something that meets your approval if you would wish it. I would be more than welcome to be, to offer you that at least, if not a patronage. I'm going to just take a moment and, and, you know, take that in. Your Highness, I ask but two things of you. The first is that you can somehow forgive the slight of a Toreador and be the prince that you are meant to be. And then I'm going to lean in a little bit. And then I want Tevi. It's a big ask for Tevi, Ashenbrenner, I want him myself. Your Highness, I guarantee there is nothing you can do to Tevi that I have not dreamt of. I'm just locking eyes with him and not disrespectfully, more like, like, come on, dude. (laughs) Look, Look who you're talking to. I'm probably a little more fucked up than you are. Very well, Ashenbrenner. I commission you to make something special as a warning to anyone else who would 
step against us. I only ask that you unveil this commission at our party in six months' time. Just the most beatific smile on my face. Your Highness, I did not know you had the ability to read one's mind. And then I'll, I'll just kind of bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. So he walks over to Simona. Simona. My lord. It seems that you have worked tirelessly to make sure that this plot came to light and that you never left you never left my side in spirit or in advice and advocation. You have been a good friend to me and I would like to offer you a chance if you'd be interested to place your name before the council as the new primogen for Clan Toreador once Elijah is brought up on the charges that he is going to be facing of treason. What? Simona just blinks. Get it, sis feminism. Sorry. (laughs) She blinks for a second, making sure that, um, you know, her ears stop ringing and she heard the prince correctly and she goes, my lord, you, you honor me. I do. I, you've done the work that you, sh- that a primogen should do anyway, Simona, you brought a plot against my regime to light and helped stop that plot. You went against your own family to protect my safety and to keep the city of London intact. Who better than you to represent the Toreador on this council? I would be honored, Karen. I thank you for this opportunity. Of course. Walks over to Rosamond. Says, your clan has done well for us this evening. You have done well for us, Rosamond. You began days ago as a young kindred of your own people who had been shackled to a yoke of her father, left in the shadows, and you've done well. You have come out of that shadow strong, and we now know and respect the name of Rosamond Henshaw. Because of this, I'm going to forgive several of the slights that your family has done this evening and over the course of the last several evenings. I'm going to forget that they seized control of a vampire, put her to question, and somehow was able to extract blood from her. And I'm going to forgive that because you were able to find Bartholomew for me. You have great skills, Rosamond, but your family should know better than to try to play games in this city behind my back. I may not be on the streets every night, but I have watchers in the walls. She just gives a knowledgeable nod of like, okay, you may know that. Like that, she doesn't say it, but she does go, she does respond with, and if we did not do those things, this plan of ours tonight would not have gone so smoothly. I assure you. Make a roll. What is your... Do you have anything in etiquette or... Let's see. I'd give you performance. I'll give you etiquette. I would give you... I have two in etiquette, two in performance, two in politics, four in academics. Oh, so you I'm just... Take one of those two, whichever one you want to use, and your manipulation, please. Actually, do it off intelligence. What's your intelligence? That would be a four, so that would be six dice total. 
All right, I have one critical success and two regular successes out of the five. He smiles when you show that kind of strength that you stood up to him like that and said what you just said. That, you know, without that, this wouldn't have worked. And he chuckles to himself. (laughs) You're right, Rosamond. You're right. We will talk again soon. Maybe there is something I can do for they to show them my gratitude and yet remind them that they do not run things entirely alone in the city. But as for your part, you have my thanks. She gives a deep curtsy and says, the pleasure was mine, your majesty. I appreciate your trust in all of us to accomplish this for you this evening. He walks over to you, Evelyn, and he motions towards the corner of the room away from Bartholomew. Somewhere where you could talk a little softer, a little quieter. Okay. He leans in. He says, you have done so very well. You kept onto this task and sought to its completion. I know that you risked some of your own personal attendance and that when I was unable to move freely for fear of my life and for the plots in the city, you wove your way through those situations, kept this this cabal together, and showed the leadership that is necessary. The leadership that has always been there inside your family. We venture know and respect the Lasombra for their ability to organize and control. I'm going to ask you only once. I need an answer and you tell me true. I have two things that are important to you. One the request that you made of me before I left your home, a seat on the council. The other, something that you are fond of. I offer you one. Which will it be? I never knew you to be a man who speaks in vague words, Kiernan. Something I am fond of, you you do me a great honor with, with all you've said, and I thank you. It was, it was a welcome challenge, an opportunity to prove myself. What... May I ask, do you have? That which you love most. Power. It comes in two forms this night. You can join the elders of this city and be openly recognized for your part in tonight. Or you can stay in your anonymity, pushing the boundaries and being a little spider with her web. And you can have Niccolo back. You have the choice. One... Or the other. I'm only offering this to you once, Evelyn. I understand. When you threatened me, I immediately dispatched what I could of my family to stay alert, to watch out for Niccolo's retreat from your home. Fortunately, with a little help, we were able to scoop him up. What would he want you to do? What would your family want you to do? <laughs> what would the clan want you to do? And the Sabbat, and all the others, Evelyn. Tell me, love of a, love of your sire, or a seat in London? Dear Christ! Oh God, no! <laughs> this is, um, dear listeners, this is a moment where, um, you gotta break character for a second, because we need to, ex- we need to express the tension in my mind! Oh God. Um, I don't know. Oh, oh, hell. 
Oh no. They're gonna kill him. <laughs> They're gonna fucking kill him. It's a possibility. Probably. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Who knows? Okay. Right? Maybe are... things have happened. Maybe okay. he'll tell jokes and they'll be like, you know what? You're good. Let him go. He's good. Yeah. yeah. There, there are multiple ways this could end. None of them go well. Um, if I let him live, he'll hate me forever and call me weak. And mm-hmm. yep, because La Sombra, that's not the way. We, he got caught. We eat the weak. It's a thing. Um, <laughs> if I kill him, all of the elders are gonna be like, "Excuse me, you fucking bitch! You you killed him? No!" Oh. To quote Jack Napier, think about the future. (laughs) To further quote Jack Napier, well, paraphrase, you're my number one guy, Evelyn. (laughs) Oh, no. My number one. Hawkeye. Oh, God. I love him. You threatened the prince and you tried to play him at his weakest moment. He, you, but you did a lot of great things. There has to be a slap on the wrist and a reward. A slap on the wrist? He's he's uh-huh. knifing a five hundred year old like. Oh God. <laughs> oh. I actually. Oh my God! If you knew Evelyn's backstory, dear listeners, maybe you'll get it into Patreon. This is the only man she's ever shown affection for. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, God, he's going to die. <laughs> you have 30 seconds. Oh, no, fuck. <laughs> this hurts. <laughs> um, 20. Ah, shut up. I'm, I'm composing. I'm composing myself. Shut up. <laughs> Can I do the countdown? No, shut up. <laughs> Listeners, if you're enjoying yourselves, make sure to check out our Patreon. That's Patreon because that's where, slash the Bardic College. Because that's where we're going to reveal why Evelyn's so close to Niccolo. Oh, was. Jesus. Is. I'm sorry. Oh, was it was or is? It was. It was. I just have to say it. You're going to let them stake Niccolo Machiavelli? <laughs> well, now you're making me second guess myself. Um, He's going to hate me. A Machiavellian of you. <laughs> yeah he wrote the book on it Literally. sorry pops <laughs> I read your book I liked it kill him <laughs> smoke him <laughs> come on ah! I'm tired okay fuck <laughs> at least he won't be mad at you for long because he'll be dead nice <laughs> he's gonna be mad at her for the rest of his life yeah. <laughs> We're about which is about three minutes. Yeah, twenty twenty eight minutes. Yeah, a lot less time than she spent dithering on the decision. That's true. Kiernan, if, yes. If you actually have him, yes, I, I would like. This is no easy thing you ask of me. It was no easy thing that you did to me, Evelyn, but you still did it well, and you produced results. I'm rewarding you for the results. You could have one or the other, but you need to remember your place. You'll have a seat on this council when you've proven yourself. You could have done that if you hadn't, I don't know, tried to blackmail me. You wait, when I've proven myself, have I not done that already? Evelyn, timing. Timing. 
Which is it? Or I, I'll make the choice for you. If I haven't proven myself to you already, give me Niccolo back. Give him back. Fair enough. Mary is standing there. And he turns around and says, <clears throat> well, excellent. Sits down behind his desk and he says, now, Mary, what are we going to do about this Niccolo problem? She says, haven't been able to find him. We'll keep an eye out. I promise you that whatever Evelyn was trying to do, that will not happen again. She reached out to her sire because, of course, she sends back reports on things happening in the shipping lanes. And in her missive, she just explained to me, she may have alluded to the fact that things were not going well here in London. Niccolo, being a concerned parent, made his way here. And with my permission, he had my permission, Mary, to come into the city and see his child I've known Niccolo for years. We've had other conversations and dealings. He had promised me he would absolutely only stay a short time to check on her welfare, spend a few moments, and then leave. By now, he's probably already back in France. But, and she looks at him and goes, you're a son of a bitch, Kiernan. You know damn well that he's here. I know he's here somewhere, and I'm going to find him. My dear, you can look wherever you wish. Tear the city apart if you have to. But Niccolo Machiavelli has already left the borders of this of our fine city of London. He what? <laughs> he looks over at you and just gives you the dirtiest look and then turns back to her and says, so Bartholomew is safe. I believe, Miss Reed, you have other business to attend to, i.e. the bringing in of Elijah, or shall I call a blood hunt? No, do not call a blood hunt. I'll collect Elijah and anyone else who's involved. Oh, except Tevi. I'm going to let my friends here go after Tevi Brankowitz. It seems that Ashenbrenner has a piece of art that he needs to finish for me. Mary storms out of the room angry, slams the door. A few minutes later, you know, you're standing there just looking at each other. And a few moments later, a door opens and standing down the hallway, you see Niccolo with his hands tied up. He's just kind of looking at you and they start walking him out the back door to get him into a carriage to get him out of the city. So Kiernan said that he had done it for you, that it was okay, had been approved. So Mary would back off and not hunt him down. Okay, guys, that's where we're at. So tonight we had a promotion in Simona. The Tremere were given a little bit of a reprimand for what they did. But as pointed out by Rosman, they got the job done. Evelyn, no gain, no loss. Her sire is safe. Well done. This is... Uh, Ash oh. <laughs> Ashen Brenner. This couldn't you have run worse. It went, gr what are you talking about? He's alive. No, no, he's going to, I might as well be dead to my entire clan now. No, listen, uh -huh. he, he can write anything he wants. If he's facing a stake, he's going to tell you, get me out of here. Yeah. I mean, very few people are like, you know what? Go ahead, do it. I don't give a shit. My daughter has more power. That's a Ned Stark thing. Do you think Machiavelli's Ned Stark? No. <laughs> no. I'm this isn't going to end well. I hate him. Do it, Quill. I Ooh. can take it. That, that's not Machiavelli. No. <laughs> oh. And Doctor, you shall also receive a reward, but that is going to come from in a slightly different form the next time we play together. So listen, everyone, thank you so much. Um, yeah, this was big. A lot of stuff got done. They got Bartholomew. They proved that Elijah was the, co the, the reason behind the entire plot. Uh, they chose as wisely as they could with the information they had. I thought they did a great job discerning through all of it. The the ruse tonight was great. Everybody did a wonderful. The dice rolls were phenomenal. Good job, guys. Fifty three. Uh, Fifty three. 
uh, yeah, it was uh, plus the brothel, which had probably another 15 or 20 people in it. Oh, then, oh no, more than that. Yeah, like probably about 30 people in it. It's been a long week. It's been a rough week for the vampires and the and the ghouls of the community. But uh, yeah, that's okay. That's all. The, that's why it's fun. But from all of us here at the Bardic College, I just want to say to my players, amazing job, guys. And uh, we'll be in touch next time, and we'll see you then. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to Hellfire Nights. You can like, share, and subscribe to our show wherever you get your podcasts. To help support our network of real play adventure shows, please visit us at patreon.com forward slash the Bardic College. And for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to behind the scenes reels, interviews with players and storytellers, and exclusive adventures featuring your favorite characters from our shows.